a playlist original. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Back to the Botbuster. My name is Gaius Bowling, and I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. This is a redo because we've been having technical difficulties, and I don't want to fake it. So uh, <laughs> I don't want it to sound. Like, I don't want it to sound like an episode of The Hills where we're recreating a, a conversation we just had. Uh, so here we are once again. What's up, Owen? What's up, Jack? Third time to charm. <laughs> Third time to charm. How we doing, Gaius? Looks like you've uh, burnt hydrating at all this weekend. That's for damn sure. I did hydrate. You have to hydrate. I drink a lot of water and mixed with vodka. <laughs> mixed with vodka. No, uh, yeah. They're representing me, yeah. me and Comic Con over the weekend. I did actually work. No, and, yeah, uh, no. You did, you did a lot, but San Diego looked fun. I was uh, following a lot of other people too. It looked a lot of like a lot of fun. Yeah, San Diego was just one big party uh, for this, and I think everyone was just so excited to have it back because they haven't had a full one since 2019. They did have like a kind of a special edition in November of last year uh, that wasn't as big. So this is like a return to form for them. We'll kind of talk like about only, right? Uh, yeah. So like you're in like when you're when you have a member ID, they put you in like a lottery uh, every year. And the November people were mostly people that uh, either the year before the shutdown or whatever didn't have a chance to go. So they gave them an opportunity to go to Comic-Con, even though it wasn't really like the real one. I don't really think they had any like big celebrities or anything at that november one it was more of a comic book showcase which is what uh the event originally was to begin with supposed to be yeah yeah so uh this was um more of a uh you know there were some complaints i could we'll talk about a little later when we get into the thing there were some complaints about there being more tv than movies uh at comic-con this year um i think there are some reasons for that there's actually a funny story about uh, I'll just tell it now because it's fresh in my mind. So there's a show called The Rookie on ABC with Nathan Fillion and the room to get in there was packed because they thought they were going to see like a live panel and everyone was in there packed in the room, still in line to get in the room. And then this big screen comes on and it's actually a virtual panel of the cast. They were not there live and everyone in the room was just like pissed off. So they can't really ask, you can even ask questions to them. They were like all pre-approved questions and you know, people were upset that they weren't Damn. informed that it was going to be a virtual uh, panel before they waited in line for an hour and a half. <laughs> I mean, I don't yeah. know why you would wait an hour and a half for the rookie, but some people were very passionate yeah. about it. Um, but there was, was a lot of that. I mean, is Nathan Fillion like that famous and popular? I mean, who else is in the show? I know they did like a a cameo with one of the um, ladies from Reno 911. Yeah, but, Nisi Nash. Like, yeah, she. They spun her off into her own like uh, series. I guess it's coming out in the fall. Her character, Nathan Fillion, has a lot of like oh. sci-fi, uh, like goodwill because he was on Firefly and uh, you know Serenity and all that, and he's part of like the Joss Whedon like crew. So a lot of people like him from all that stuff. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, they were a lot of angry people running out the room like because they weren't told that it was going to be a fucking virtual panel and that the cast yeah. was going to be there. They actually had a real moderator like on stage, like a physical one on stage, but like the cast was like pre-recorded somewhere else. It was really That's strange. strange. Yeah, uh, there were. Yeah. I guess there were a few of them that were like that because you know some people still aren't ready to go back uh, to big mm-hmm. events like this. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about. It. There's like a day by day breakdown of how things went. Uh, Saturday was of course the big day. It was the DC and Marvel day. And spoiler alert, one person won over the other, <laughs> um, clearly. <laughs> um, and you want to guess who that one was? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm just glad they weren't back-to-back. I'm glad that 
DCs was at 10 a.m. and there was like hours in between before Marvel came on stage. So that would have been embarrassing if they followed each other. Yeah, that would have been uh, a, a tough, tough act to follow. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we'll get into it because I know Jack has some stuff to say, especially about the DC stuff. Um, you know, uh, yeah, and being there, uh, actually being there to hear everyone's disappointment and everyone expecting certain things to happen. Um, I kind of put this on Warner, well, I guess Warner Media now, on them for not like kind of squashing some of those rumors Read ahead the room, of. God damn it! Read <laughs> the room. Oh my God. Yeah. Read the room, people. God damn it! They could have read the room like days before. They like they're not dumb. They see social media. They saw like oh, yeah. the groundswell it was building up. Like we ran it as a rumor on Joe Blow. Like we didn't read, run it as fact, but like it was still like classic media running rumors just uh, I know, all I know. over the internet. I know. Well, let's just get into it. The rumor was that Henry Cable was rumored to make a special. Henry Cable. Whatever. (laughs) I'm talking. He's your boyfriend. You got to get his name right. Yeah, he was supposed to to show up and renounce his name as Superman. He still got the cape. Nothing. Nothing. The only thing I saw were Homelander memes of him, like, quietly freaking (laughs) out, hearing voices, and just basically the, the, the caption is, all of DC fans right now just literally can't internalize how ridiculous you want it. Like Gaze was saying, like they got their fucking asses whipped by Mar- Mar- by Marvel this on Comic Con. All you had to do was maybe chalk up maybe half a win was bring back Henry. That was it. That's all I gotta say. You fucked up with that. The Homelander memes sound good. I mean, that's that's pretty much an exact interpretation of what Henry Cavill was probably doing, like at his house. Yep. And uh, you know what? That is a good tease for what's coming later. Because um there was a lot of like the chatter amongst like the stars and like other people there. When he got brought up, when Superman or Henry Cavill got brought up, there was either like a mix of like, well, we're too afraid to bring him up because we're not we don't know if we're supposed to, or they feel passionately about him wanting to be like come back or wanting him to come back, and that's not in the cards right now. You can really tell like what the vibe was. Um Oh, yeah, well, like to your point, like with The Rock, like there's like multiple clips of like him answering that question. Like half of them, like the first half of the answer where he doesn't know what to say. And then the yeah. other half is like him being like, I love Henry. I've known him for a while. Danny Garcia, my executive producer and co owner of Seven Bucks, is like, has always been an advocate for him. And I read that as I'm The Rock and I still don't have that much power right now to give you an answer. That's how I read it too. Cause like, you know, he kind of like in different interviews, I know with comicbook.com, he kind of talked around it, but basically said like Henry Cavill is like my Superman. If I had a choice, that's who it would be. And then like, and then when he was like in the hall H room, when a kid asked him like who went in a fight between black Adam and Superman, he was very like, he talked around it again, but he said it would depend on, on who's, who's, playing. who's playing Superman. And it all comes yeah. back to Henry Henry Cavill. And you can tell that's what they want. I think everyone that like knows him and like uh, everyone involved in this wants him to be the guy. Um, but that's not happening, it seems. Or like, are, are they keeping it? If, if they're lying, it's stupid because they really created a really unnecessary, like they really shot themselves in the foot because this rumor had been out there for days. Warner Media could have saw this. They've been on social media. They're gonna be like, "Yo, he's not gonna be there." But I think what they thought was, "We can build like all this hype for our panel, for our like segment, and yeah, like people in the room." 
And no, now all you got, all you got is a bunch of people in that room and a bunch of people online angry because you only show them two things. One of them is basically stuff we've seen before, kind of. There were some more like Justice Society uh, things in that second Adam, uh, Black Adam trailer. And yeah, the Shazam Fear of the Gods trailer was good. I enjoyed it. Um, but you can't come uh, with two things like that. And I'm glad we're pivoting and just talking about this first because I, I was talking to uh, Sam like offline uh, when he got back and we were like debating on what they could have brought because I know the big issue is they couldn't bring the Flash because the issues with Ezra Miller. There was They were saying that the same thing with Aquaman too because of Amber Heard, but she seemed like such a small problem that I don't know why they couldn't bring any of that. Um, but then they were like, they just finished shooting Black Beetle, so maybe there's not. They just finished shooting, so maybe Blue there's Beetle. not. A, oh, Blue Beetle, sorry, Blue Beetle. So there's not. Blue. Maybe there's not. Maybe there's nothing to show, really. And then there was Batgirl, which I think is done, really done filming, and they could have at least. I mean, some people were like, "Yo, maybe give us a doing, ti- give us a title card fandom. or something." Yeah. Maybe well, doing, maybe well, they fandom. haven't. Well, they haven't announced it yet. I think they would have announced it by now. Yeah, I, I mean, as the DC stand of this trio, uh, it's it's a really it's a really bad showing. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I can't really think of like, as I said when I texted you guys when I saw the Shazam trailer, like, you put Eminem in the trailer, like I'm down, I'm gonna watch it. It was a good trailer. Um, yeah. I'm not as gung ho about the two old ladies being. Uh, well, I mean, Lucy Lou's not. Lucy Wait, Lou's are we calling old. Lucy Lou old? She's not old. I didn't say, no, Lucy Lou. <laughs> Lucy and Helen Mirren is a dime. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just. I'm just not down. With it. Not. I'm. I'm hope. Hopefully, it's gonna are be. You, David are you? A, are you? A, are you an agent? Yeah, yeah. You being an agent? I'm not right an agent. I'm just saying. Like. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Um, I hope, I hopefully, disagree with you on that one, Jack. Okay. Yeah, hopefully, I agree uh, with. Oh. David Sam, hopefully, David <laughs> Samperbeck makes like good, good commentary, so that you'll have like good lines. But like, I get it. It's a more of a kids movie than anything else. But like. You're old. I've seen all this Fast and Furious. I'm like, all right, I get it. We got to do that, but better. There, she better be like very menacing. You know, she better just not just be the the daughter of Atlan. Like, you know, I have a magic stick. You know, she better be like badass. That's all I'm hoping well, for. Like, well, Helen Mirren's I'm always badass. Luce, and Lucy Liu, she's always been a badass too. I I, I, I think this is a great great casting. I, I'm excited to see them as the villains. And I mean, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that we didn't get to see i mean it was mostly just um uh gosh the guy who plays shazam i mean that that actor exactly, like, exactly, whole, exactly. yeah yeah it was basically just zach just doing his thing for two and a half minutes um i was really excited i mean i kind of zoomed in on the whole sort of like adult shazam like uh grouping and yeah. i did not realize and i did not think that um the guy who plays um seth in the oc is one of them oh adam brody yeah, Adam Brody is one. Yeah, of them. Yeah. I, I, I was, damn, I, I did not even realize that he was uh, part of that movie. But uh, I, I hope to see like kind of a little bit more um, like interaction between them because obviously that was just the very end of the last movie. But I, I'm kind of excited for this one. I think it's going to be good. No, yeah, my yeah. definite question is though is going to be like, do all of the kids or adults, whatever we're going to call them, refer to themselves as Shazam? You know, because like yeah, cause he wow. says, he said he says in the trailer, like we're all off doing our own things. I'm the only one trying to keep it together, which means is like Darla, Darla running around the city in a purple suit is freaking the the is everyone like is you know is everyone doing their own thing, calling themselves Shazam, you know? 
Well, they all say Shazam to get their power, so maybe like... Which is super fair, which is, I'm like, yeah, but... Shazam is the guy in the red cape, and then there's, you know, Mary Marvel, whatever you want to call her. After that, like, I don't know who to, what, to, what to call the rest of them. <laughs> just the maybe, Shazam maybe it's family. Just like, when, when you get saved, it's like, oh, I got saved by a Shazam, not like the <laughs> Shazam. The Shazam. <laughs> one, of, one of the Shazams came and saved me from a bad guy or something. Fair, yeah, yeah, all right, fine. I, I, will, I, will, <laughs> I, will, I will not look too deeply into that because we are already losing DC, and um, I'm just not going to harp on it. By the way, yeah. uh, Zachary, Zachary Levi, another uh, person, asked about a, super, a Superman question by a child. They kept sending children to ask these questions. I guess thinking that they would be like, "Oh, oh we'll answer your question." <laughs> and he was just like, basically, next question. He like kind of skipped over it. Like he wouldn't like acknowledge it. And I mean, I guess he can't. I mean, uh, I know they I want to you, so I bad. I guarantee you, when they had like their press briefing, like the first thing is like, just "Don't mention Superman." Everyone no, just like, throws, their, throws their hands up, and they're like, "God damn it!" Just like internally, like, come on, like I mean, yeah. they they like um, teased uh, Superman at the end of the first Shazam. No, they. I mean, yeah, they literally have the Kryptonian suit, like they just don't have his yep. head. It's brutal. Yeah, just no face. I mean, do you think that that was on purpose to be like maybe Henry Cavill's not coming back or like? No, that was that was completely that was completely on purpose. Um, that was uh, Zachary <laughs> Levi's stunt double in the suit. Like they didn't care who was in it. Actually, they just wanted to say like Superman was there. But yeah. Oh, by the way, Hel- also Helen like. Ma- oh, oh, yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say like they also like mentioned the, like fa- like another tidbit of what happened at uh, Comic Con is that Jim Lee, basically um, the head uh, creative just director put, put of put another DC. nail, another knife in the yeah, just put a, <laughs> just another 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 knife in the side of my back. Um, someone asked about the Spider Verse, and he's like. Right now, there are absolutely zero plans or plans that I know of to continue on with the Snyder verse of things. And then I found that very odd that then, actually, no, I don't find it very odd at all. Classic Warner Brothers just completely contradicting themselves. He mentions The Flash, shows Zack Snyder's Justice League clip of him running uh, against Superman, shows Aquaman, <laughs> Jason Momoa, which he's actually pretty safe this moment. He might be the only one who ever lasts. And then they show Bat- Ben Affleck Batman. From Justice League, the yeah. Zack Snyder shot, like the one that Zack Snyder shot, not the yeah. one that Joss Whedon replaced, the one that Zack Snyder used. So classic Warner Brothers showing one trailer of like, do it like we're going in this direction, but using old Zack Snyder clips and saying like, oh, that's cool. Like, what is going yeah. on? It's so weird. And like it, I, every time I hear them talk about the Snyderverse now, it's like they just sound like a bunch of bullies at this point. Like, like, yeah, we, yeah, we have no, pl- we have no plans of like continuing. Like, yeah, we know. I mean, there's no need to like even further discuss it. I get if someone asks you the question. I think there's ways to answer that without it being like some kind of veiled insult. Like, you're like, hey, you know, we discussed this already. This is what we're doing. You know, this is the plan. Instead of just saying like, no, we're not gonna. That's over. That's dead. That's done with. Especially with like that Rolling Stone thing coming out in the last week, and oh, yeah, and then you. Yeah, it's a good dig. And, it's a dig, and you know, I it, it was interesting too because everyone, like people in the know, like, what there, was this, what was yeah, what was the sentiment amongst you writers? People, too, like? people, well, people more in the know than like Jobo, like because you know, there's extra there, Hollywood Reporter, Variety. Yeah. They all thought he was going to be there. Like there was no like there was no like oh this is like kind of a rumor. It, it, you know how like some of these start on like comic book movie websites. And yeah, like yeah, they yeah, just yeah. They, and they kind of stay there. No, this trickled down into like 
bigger media outlets that picked it up. Um, I don't know who started it or where it started from, or like maybe there was some truth to it at one point, and then like, and then what makes it all the more confusing is that they asked the director of Black Adam about Superman, like a cameo or anything, and he was like, "No, there's no cameo. This story is just about Black Adam. We're not trying to connect to anything like that." He could be lying. I mean, I don't even know when people are telling the truth anymore. After the whole Spider-Man No Way Home thing, I don't know how to believe people when they're like, no, yeah. I'm not in something. <laughs> um, but I feel but I feel like with like their situation, to lie about it would be really stupid at this point because they can tell like there's so much negative stuff surrounding it. Mm-hmm. And and like no matter, I mean, no matter how good, like you can, like I love the, I actually like the Shazam trailer. It got me pumped for it. I thought it was good. It wasn't enough to carry their day because even with a grand entrance like Dwayne Johnson met, uh, made and like no matter how cool he is and like all his enthusiasm and everyone's enthusiasm for Black Adam, having those or two things. Times it, he says that DC hierarchy will change. Yeah, yeah, that he said that, he said that a lot during the trailer reveal too. Um, oh my God. No, no matter, even if you just have those two things, it's, it wasn't enough. Like, like when it was over, like my editor, she was like, I think that's it. And I was like, oh, are you sure? <laughs> and then it was, it was done. And like, yeah, it was. And like, you would think like a company like that. I mean, yeah, maybe their backs against the wall. Cause they don't we're like, wait, what do we present? Cause like two of our movies are problematic right now. Like, what do we do? But like, someone was like, dude, give us a fucking title card. If you gave us like something from Batgirl, we would be like, yeah something <laughs> like maybe give us yeah. updates on like maybe give us updates on the shooting like you could have done like a sizzle reel behind the scenes stuff on yeah, like blue beetle keaton, or like bring michael keaton like well i, I, I hate I, well, to be the person to say bring michael keaton but like do something well i was oh. wondering if, if that was an issue too because of the flash conne- uh, flash connection because i'm not knowing how like mm. where he fits in batgirl and what he would but yeah yeah um, I I thought of that too, but then like someone quickly were like, "No, I don't know if they know what to do with that either." Yeah, well, I I, I honestly really it's it's just especially it's, I'm just really disappointed, and I don't want to harp too much more on DC because like there's way better things to be excited about this episode. Um, yeah. But like the fact that they didn't they didn't they didn't show any Batgirl, and again I didn't even want Batgirl. You didn't show a title card for Batgirl. You didn't bring the director out. You didn't bring anything, dude. You know how much Blue Blue Beetle would have played at comic-con in san diego a very heavy hispanic area the first latino superhero which then got overtaken by namor like and you know like, and i think that i would think well they play well too because remember when those like set photos leaked they were well received were too fire they were really oh, well received yeah, like so good so like they could have come it's up with something amazing. like like at past comic cons like when stuff's not finished yeah Right. When like when stuff's not finished at past Comic Cons, they do like a sizzle reel of like behind the scenes like stuff, like of you shooting or like anything like that. Excitement. So yeah, yeah. You don't really need like a finished film necessarily to like cut together like a minute or two worth of like exciting shots of something. And they like the fact that there was like zero attempt to do that is so strange. And for like for a company yeah. like them that need for a company that needs some goodwill, like they they could have they could have come out of this so well. Now, if they do announce DC fandom, then this kind of will, I think, will calm things down a bit. Because even with what Marvel did at Comic-Con, and they did it a lot, there's still stuff that they didn't talk about because they have D23 coming up in a couple months. So, like, but even with knowing that they have that down the line, they still brought a lot. And, like, 
if DC does have DC fandom in their back pocket, like I hope they do because that will make up a little bit for what they did in San Diego. But mm-hmm. last the, the last couple of years they had announced it by now, so I I don't know if it's actually happening. Like DC fandom grew out of a thing because it was meant to be virtual, and I don't know if with everything kind of back to normal now, like if it is as viable virtually anymore, or do you try to pivot and do something else? And it might be too last minute to do something in person for it. I don't know. Mm. Just another slip on the DC train. Uh, I mean, it's just they haven't found the right way to, I mean, entice their fans. It's like the fans are expecting certain things. And as, as much as I agree, but also somewhat pander to letting the fans kind of get what they want. It's like Comic-Con is for the fans. There's, there's no reason to, like, I mean, Marvel gives certain things, like whatever, the John Krasinski cameo, yes, that was like a fan thing. But at the end of the yeah. day, it's like, Comic-Con is for the fans. It's it's for everyone to go out there and, and see things that you would never see anywhere else and meet people and get get to experience unexpected things and um, see, like, these big shout-outs and, and hopefully to see, like, actors that you would, you would never be able to see. And so... Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just frustrating to see that, like, once again, it seems like they're dropping the ball because they also still don't really know what they're doing. And, I mean, even, even just to give you, like, I mean, even something as simple as a timeline that Marvel gave with all the movies that are coming out, like, you could have just done something like that and to, to, like, spark some excitement in, like, what's coming and what it's going to look like and what we, we might expect to see. But it seems like they just have done the bare minimum and we're like yep this is what you're getting and uh be happy with it well the problem is i think what it would look like is black adam aquaman the flash question mark i think that's what, i think that's the issue um but yeah i mean they could have come up with something i mean i think we could have come up with something for them <laughs> like yeah yeah the bare minimum like any fan could have like come up with something it's just crazy that they didn't show up to this big event and i you know and i think Comic-Con shows that like they need a Kevin Feige to like lead them because like the fact that Kevin Feige basically like led the Marvel panel, but then also, you know, was introducing like the cast from like all the other movies, but he was like the central figure of like, he's the leader and uh, DC doesn't have a leader. The fact that their panels were basically led by the celebrities on their, it was led by the Dwayne Johnson's and the Zachary Levi's on their panel. There's no one to like, right their ship basically and they need someone to do that mm. i don't know who it is there was this guy <laughs> he has a wife she's a really good producer <laughs> this is had this, had this, had this <laughs> wild wild like six movie plan that was spread out and had time to grow where warner brothers could have easily put in another movie here or there and they fucked that up and they basically put a hit piece out, out on my boy, Zack Snyder. I'm, I, and I'm not doing it to pander, but like you're, like one, you're never gonna find another Kevin Feige who is who is so good at his job to plan out decades of movies and have Disney, though probably one of the world's most powerful companies in the world, say yes, do it, and we're not, we're only gonna stop you if you get too nuts, which you never do because you're in the confines of, you know, other directors and other writers and everything like that. I just don't think we're ever going to like in 30 years, there will be a documentary on how Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige, not Stan Lee was the, is like the, is the 
Oh, that's a hot take. <laughs> but think about it. Think about it. I mean, yes, I Stanley, created, that, yeah, Stanley, sure. Stanley created all the characters, made all the things, and yes, we're not taking anything away from the great Stanley. But what I'm saying is, in 30 years, when it's all said and done, and we are probably on to our first new Iron Man post Tony uh, Robert Downey Jr., that Kevin Feige will be that like Kevin Feige will be the Marvel guy. Like he will be the Godfather, the one who sits at the top of the table. Because at the end of the day, it comes down to money, and he just he he literally made them unworldly amount un, unworldly amount of money, and they were good. So, but the way that I think about it too, Jack, is like I mean, Kevin Feige, yes, he's like this producer and executive producer, but he's not the director of all these movies. And I think that Zack Snyder having an idea for all of these different films and like his six film like sort of franchise, you could say, would all have been directed by him. And so I think that maybe to have more of a figurehead and more of a strategic like business no, strategic planner totally rather than like just the director who's doing so, something at least he had a plan there was no plan yeah. with dc so like so, he, like because unfortunately dc gave zach the first movie and he was like okay cool i'll just continue going on like if they said step back and let like he did it with patty jenkins like patty jenkins did wonder woman james wan yeah. did, james wan did aquaman uh andy machete did the flash but you know we'll see how that turns out i, I have faith in him I just don't know how they're going to change the character and whatnot, the actor. Um, so they did. He did. He just be the central line. But yeah, <laughs> I would essentially, it's like the Russo, like Zack Snyder is the Russos for Marvel in the sense that they, they get all the key movies and then everyone else does whatever. But yeah, you are right. There definitely needs to be someone above Zack Snyder. But they're like, you can't, like I just said, you cannot recreate in any way, shape, or form another Feige to just be able to be like, we're doing this, 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 and I'm going to follow up on it. And it's like, cause you hear about it and he like, I would say like, I would actually love if he got the directorial, like if he could direct like a, a mini series. Cause like Fight. all you hear is like from like, yeah. From like America Chavez, when she was arguing with him about like what earth they're on to like any of the other stuff that you've heard in the past. Like he actually knows his shit. Like he's on set. He's talking with the directors. He's in the room, making sure that these directors are going online. Uh, the one yeah. that, that he has made for him. So I would love to see him, him himself. Yeah. He's also like, been there forever, too. I mean, he was there when they were doing, like, the X-Men movies and Spider-Man. Like, he, in some capacity, not in as large of a capacity as he is now, but he's been there from the ground up watching ground this zero. thing build and build and build. And I think the best thing about him compared to, like, whoever is running DC at any given time is that it seems like Kevin Foggy even though he's the figurehead, he's the producer, he gives his creative team like room to breathe. Like he's like, we hired you for a reason. We're trusting you. Like, I mean, a lot of like big producers like that and big entities, like they're hiring like indie level directors on some of these Marvel projects that have never had, like who have never worked with big budgets before. And he's trusting them to like, you know, I believe in your vision, like go. And that is, and I think that's important too. I mean, like, he doesn't get in the way of like whatever creative freedom they, they want to have. A good analogy for, for the sports people is he, Feige's general manager. There's the manager. General manager sets it all up and then just lets the manager do what's on the field. And the director mm-hmm. of the managers, like he does it to a perfectly. He doesn't get in too much. Doesn't get out too much. You never hear from Bob Iger, the owner. Yeah. Like wow. that's another good thing too. And then yeah. I'd like to point out, I'd like to point out too another thing. DC's like when they chose their people to like do it besides Zach, it was like Jeff Johns, who was a comic book writer. He wasn't a business guy or like a movie guy. He was like a legit, like famous comic book writer who made who basically 
refresh the comics themselves in like the early 90s and 2000s but then like there was no business plans no business-minded comic book nerd kevin feige yes guy so i just revert back to my original statement you can't recreate kevin feige and i completely agree with owen that they just just, there is no one for dc to pick and we're screwed yeah um yeah but then the last thing on the panel is like no one who's been there long enough because warner brothers has done fucking jack shit with their entire organization so it's like to have someone who's from the ground up you can't really like pick someone out like that i mean to kind of go back to one of our uh, our favorite movies that we like to say it's like Moneyball. i mean kevin feige is kind of like billy bean where he was a general manager that but he's heavily involved within the team and he's no, heavily yeah. involved in picking who's the starters and, and stuff like that so it's like to find someone like that for dc i mean at this point i wouldn't even say it'd be a miracle it's it's infallible it just doesn't make sense it, there, there's no way for them to actually pick someone who's understanding of the whole thing but also has to take under the the massive undertaking of basically regenerating and redefining what the entire franchise is about um but all while also still keeping all the good things and then saying hey listen we're, we're done with the bad things but like you yeah. have, kind of have to like take the blame but then also forge ahead it's like a weird sort of thing that right. you have to do and then it's just such a hard and impossible job to take over and, and the biggest thing is the problem is is the studio interferes too much like I would argue that the costumes in DC are better than the ones in Marvel most of the time. I think they're fucking really, really well made. Hand like they look more. They're not. I mean, yes, Martian Manhunter, super CGI, obviously. But I think don't give me another one of these where you click the neck and then a little CG uh, (laughs) mask comes off, like Spider Man and freaking like the quantum suits and Endgame. I was like, like I'm just so over the. Now I can see the face where I know it was just you, you never had a mask on. You're just wearing freaking dots all over your face in front of a green screen. Yeah, like, like, I, like I'm a little tired of that. Like Ezra Miller's flash shoot is like fucking dope. Like that's like really cool, like practical thing. So um, I do like they do have good pieces to their movies and they do have good actors. Henry, 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 Henry. Um, but other than that, like Gal, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal, I, yeah, we actually, I'm sorry, Gal, we completely forgot about you too. She's fantastic as well. Um, I don't know about Patty. I don't she know, just shouldn't write, she shouldn't, she shouldn't write them. Like, okay, I, fair. like, yeah. I think, I think she was a good director on the first one. I, you know, it, it, I'm not comparing her to George Lucas, and so that's a silly, but George Lucas Whoa. is a, George Lucas <laughs> is like, it's like the opposite. George Lucas can like write like a good story. He can come up with a good universe, but his screenplays are like, awful and yeah, he, i don't think and i don't i don't think he's a good director of actors either like he he's all about like universe building and he has these like big ideas which are awesome they're great because you know like you can't come up with something like star wars and not be like somewhat fucking brilliant a genius <laughs> yeah. yeah but like he's not a good like and i think with patty jenkins i think she was a good she was a good director for that project it was just like the right like no like let someone like come in and handle the writing and then you can well, also the... the concept was basically throwing a coin into a wishing well and getting what you want. So it's like that just yeah. in general is not really the best idea. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I also want to point out too, I think that uh, we're talking about how these two Marvel and DC handle things. I even think Marvel handles their like quote unquote, like failures better. Like you have something like Eternals that gets like the worst reviews of the MCU critically, right? Still makes enough money to be like, oh, it's a hit. And there were a lot of publications that tried to like get Kevin Feige to say like, oh, like 
maybe Chloe Zhao was a problem. Maybe you should get a new director for the next one if you do another one. And he came out in full support of her saying that he would want her back for another one. There was no blame game about like what went wrong. They just kind of like let it come out. They let people digest it. However they felt about it, they felt about it and they moved on. Like with DC, when it doesn't work, it seemed like there is like a lot of finger pointing as to why these yeah. things didn't work. No one wants yeah. to take the blame. Because then also yeah. when Eternals comes out on Disney Plus, everyone watches it again. Yeah, so it did like, well on Disney. Did like, really well on Disney Plus. It did well on Disney Plus. So it's like even like their failures, they just kind of let them simmer. Whereas DC, yeah. they're just like, you said no, you said it was going to be no. This is your, they have to defend themselves. And this, I yeah. mean, anytime you're even having a conversation with just a regular person and they start to get defensive, you start to think, oh, they fucked up or they did something wrong. Yeah. Where it's like, <laughs> why, why are you so like, angry, bro? <laughs> this was the decision we made. This is the way we went, and this is what happened. Like, I, I totally agree with you, guys. They, they've been very graceful in there. Um, I mean, I wouldn't even necessarily call it failures, just their mild letdowns to their billion-dollar franchise. No, right. yeah. It, it, they, they failed off the bat with Bat- Batman versus Superman. made $900 million, almost about $500 million in profit, and they were like, sorry, we fucked up. It's like... I mean, you know, it's weird. It's weird calling like, that movie a failure. A, <laughs> it's so yeah, weird exactly. calling that movie a failure because, like, when a movie clears nine hundred million dollars worldwide, I know its budget was huge. It was a huge budget, and it had like a huge marketing budget as well. But it yes. still pulled in a profit. I think the issue was like, well, Avengers made like this, like a billion. This, like, you know, yeah. And then exactly. that was the compare. That was the comparison. So I, I think also the way the media kind of like took both of those movies. I mean, took that movie in general too when it quote unquote underperformed. Like you can say you can call it you can say it underperformed. Maybe you could say like, oh, we thought it was gonna make a little bit money in the States, like blah blah blah. Like, but to call it an outright failure, that movie now nah, I don't like it. I don't love it, but I wouldn't never call it a box office failure. Like making that much money. No. Yeah, no, it, it yeah. It it failed and I would argue now you watch it again, Gaze, you took three hours out of your day to watch like the regular good version like you'd be like this is it's it's not fantastic you actually you know but it's good like i i would watch this you know if it was on tv but you know whatever um but i think we should just get, get stop doing talking about um my uh, my poor my my poor my poor poor label of a goddamn studio warner brothers and move on to uh some brighter things in the in the comic 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 con land. Yeah. So how and, do you uh, want to attack? How do you want to attack Marvel? Because there was a lot. There's a schedule. There's trailers. How would you like to uh, go about this? Uh, I think the, the most we have to talk about is the trailers. And um, uh, were you in all age for it? Were you in that all age for it? Just for uh, half of it, not all of it. So I saw some. I saw the guard. I saw the Guardian stuff. Uh, oh, which yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah, before, they did. Before we get they, into trailers and stuff, tell us what we didn't see because there was footage from Guardians and there was footage from Quantum Mania. What was that like? All right, so I wrote it down for you. So it's a really short. It's really short, and the reason why they didn't release it online is because uh, it's not Marvel's fault. James Gunn said that he's still working on like special effect shots, and he didn't want it to be out for like repeated consumption online. He wasn't ready for it to be seen online. Um, but a lot of it, uh, it is um, really alluding. A lot of it is to Rocket's backstory. Like this seems to be like Rocket's movie a little bit, uh, mm. giving giving him more of like an emotional like kind of center. Uh, and also, it was heavy on Gamora footage and her not being like the Gamora that they, of course, know um, uh, because of what happened uh, in Endgame mm. and all that. Um, mm-hmm. And then also. Uh, 
Star-Lord's dealing with the fact that she is not the person that he wants to and then trying to get her to remember and blah, 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 blah. There's a lot of, it's really heavy on, there was a lot of like, you can tell it's a definitive end and they actually brought that up that it is an end to their journey. Like this is the last of the Guardians movies. Whether or not mm. they carry they carry on into more, uh, like if they do like Avengers stuff, if, they, if one of them or two of them show up in future movies, that could happen, but it is the last Guardians movie as we know it. Uh, and um, I, hope, I hope they I hope they give it like a real substantial runtime. Like give it give it give it two thirty. Like I, I I like the Guardians movies a lot, and I wish they were longer sometimes. I thought so too because even like so the footage is like maybe a minute and a half, minute fifty. It wasn't that like incredibly long, um, but there's a lot to unpack. Like as far as the story they're trying to tell, like they're it seems like they're trying to give everyone a significant arc a little bit to kind of end them off properly. Um, and then, uh, Maria Bakalova, she was the girl in, uh, that, uh, that Sasha Baron Cohen movie that came out, uh, during the pandemic, oh, yeah. the blonde, yeah. well, she's yeah. the voice of Co- Cosmo, the space dog. So that's why she was there. I, I, I wasn't sure why she was there. Um, but she's the voice of Cosmo, the space dog. Uh, Karen, uh, Gillian said that she will have, uh, she will basically have more levity in her character. She's not as angry anymore compared to all her other appearances as Nebula. Like she, yeah. she gets to be, she gets to be funnier in this one. Uh, oh, look at you roll your eyes. <laughs> well, she, she's so hard all the time, right? Like she gets. No, she I, I, I know, but like I, like, uh, uh, but, uh God, tell me that Nebula is like Nebula, Nebula is yeah. like is like dry funny. If she becomes like bubbly funny, I'm gonna be real. Yeah, you know, I think they might keep her dry funny. I don't think it's gonna yeah, be like, like suddenly like. She's she still like, has her same dee-hee. personality. No, yeah, but like if she's like all of a sudden like popping out of like the corner to like scare Rock and be like, ah, it's like, yeah, that, Nebula, yeah, yeah. So, um, I hope, yeah, sounds good. I mean, I, Nebula's dope. She's cool. She's, she's and uh, and Will and Will Poulter really jacked up to become Adam Warlock. I like Will Poulter from what I have always known him as is like small, skinny kid. Like, even now at Comic Con, he was ripped still. I'm, I'm assuming from making this movie because they, they they just uh, stopped shooting in May. That uh, that's when they, that's when they that's when they wrapped. No, and, dude, uh, you, you could you could tell from Maze Runner that he's a beast. He just didn't like he he the kid's like how tall is he? like six three. He's yeah, huge. He's tall. Yeah, and he's then like uh, they were going to introduce him in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, but they feel like it was too much in one uh, movie. I guess I think they, that's smart actually. Yeah, that, that would have been too much. And by the way, you hear that a lot with some of these things where like they're like, oh, we're going to introduce these major characters in like our previous film. It's like already crowded and overstuffed with characters. Um, I think if if they do this right, um, it might be one of the more emotional like MCU movies, I think, because um, there there is a definite fi- there, there's a de- there's a definitely there's a definite finality to it, I think. Yeah, and, and, and that's why. Uh... It's like what? What do you, do you know? What the plot point of War, Adam Warlock is going to be? Because obviously, like the, this is the end of Guardians, but you're introducing Adam Warlock. So there's, I, I feel, I feel that what you're saying, like where two or more might show up in a in a future thing. I think I have no idea of this plot of this movie at all. This is just a shot in the dark that two of them are going to go like go on more adventures with Warlock. I wouldn't be surprised too. I mean, yeah, because like, and my thing is too, if you're, if you're not doing any more Guardians movies, right, that's fine. But then you have a cast that features like Chris Pratt and, you know, you have those names. You don't necessarily want to like give them up. You're going to like 
try to fit them in somewhere else if you can. And considering what's coming down the line, I think they they could fit in uh, in a big way. On for some other stuff, which yeah. will be exciting. Um, and they all they were very emotional too. Like you could tell, like it was the last one for them. Like they were crying uh, uh, wow. about it. And they all have a very they all have a huge affection for James Gunn. Uh, and it was kind of cool to see because of, like everything that he went through after you know doing the second movie, you know, getting fired and then getting rehired and then all that other stuff that kind of they've had his back the entire time. And I think like they kind of felt they couldn't finish it without him. And then the fact that they were able to do that, that everything worked out and uh, for him in a really good way, he got to jump on DC and Marvel. Um, he got that, it, 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 that DC money he gave him their only good show in the fucking past year. And yeah. Peacemaker is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it, I, they didn't release because they also showed some stuff from Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantum Media. Um, I was wondering why they didn't release this online, but the movie doesn't come out until February. And I guess if you release a trailer now, when Black Panther is coming out in November, it would kind of overshadow that a bit. Mm. Um, but Jonathan Majors is Kane the Conqueror. He I, he's gonna be like there was all this talk about can he compare to like how does he compare to Thanos because he seems to be like the big, big threat. And um, Kevin Feige was basically saying that he rests all of his, he will put everything on Jonathan Majors and Kane the Conqueror to be even better than Thanos as far as a wow, that's big, a big bad statement. Bill. Yeah. Um, I, look at your face again. <laughs> I'm just, no, I'm, the, I'm just trying to think like, because he's a multi-dimensional like character and we only seen him once. And like the only time we kind of saw him he was very frantic, very uncertain of what the hell he's going to do. Like, you know, like there, I forgot what the specific term was or whatever, but he was like, I don't know yeah. what happens after this. Like whatever, like the writing happens, like at the center of whatever universe. So I just don't know. Like Thanos, very clear as his power and why you got the infinity stones has a huge army to take over the world, prove that he did it. He did. He, he did what he wanted to do. And was like that's bad. With Kang, like I just don't know his motivations yet. Yeah, yeah, I just I just don't know his motivations yet. So therefore, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna rely on Feige to be like this guy's gonna be fucking sick. But I just need to know like, am am I gonna question like everything that happens to be like, is that Kang? Is that Kang? Is that that Kang? Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do Kang and Secret Wars like intercede too? Because like those are the two Avengers movies. So how is that gonna work too? Like, you clearly know the threat with um secret wars it's fucking aliens pretending they're people and putting themselves in powerful positions you clearly will see that that issue coming up it's, so that's my own that, that is my only concern that's that's the reason i make the faces because i'm like all right feige like i'm here for it like let me know but like, yeah i you, you can't that, sell me that, on just that as an outside like non know everything about the comics kind of viewer and like audience member it's starting to get into the the realms of like i really have no idea what's going on and like i really don't like understand or have any sort of connection to the characters i mean i really liked thanos i never really kind of knew who he was until the the movies started coming out they have the ability to kind of do these things and like to introduce characters to us but like to start doing all these different things like craven the hunter or like other um different things where 
Huh? Don't bring Sony into this. Oh, but just like yeah. just like other just like other certain characters where like we've started to depart from the original group of Marvel heroes, and so like my like I wouldn't say patience, but my like ability to stay focused on what Marvel is doing is starting to dwindle just in terms of how much they have planned and how much I need to do homework in order to understand what's <laughs> happening. That was and a so big debate like, on site about the TV shows and movies. That was like a huge conversation. Yeah, starting to get to the point where I'm just like, all right, well, like, all these different things are coming out, but like, am I even pumped about it? Or am I just right. going to go see the next Marvel movie? No, well, you're here's absolutely what... going to go see the next Marvel movie. That's yeah. just, that really is like, how's Blade fit in? No yeah, well, yeah. well, here, well, here's what Kevin Feige said too. Like, it was an interview with MTV News at Comic Con, and they were asking him about like all the end credit scenes recently. Like, oh, do they tie into like the bigger picture, like with you know the two Avengers movies down the line? And he was saying like some of them do, some of them are like they're more like standalone for like specific characters. And then he was like, the thing is, like, all this isn't connected to a bigger picture. Like, some of the shows will be, some of the shows won't. And that, that was the first time I actually heard him say that. Where like okay. before I thought th- that before I thought they were like, no, you need to watch all these uh, in order to like stay familiar. Um, and I, I don't know if that's a cop out answer now because they're realizing that everyone doesn't want to pay attention to like every since every single show to keep up with what's going on. Um, but I think that's good if they don't all connect because like they can be their own standalone stories. The shows can like kind of thrive on streaming while you're building the cinematic universe. That's perfectly yeah. fine. Well, and then oh, and that the the Ant Man, uh, Paul Rudd was there, Evangeline Lilly, Catherine Newton, who's playing his daughter Cassie Lang, replacing the actress from Endgame. I don't even know who she was, but she's probably really upset <laughs> that she's not yeah, the daughter in this. Not on that bag. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, they a few highlights from the trailer. Bill Murray is in the movie. Yep. Um, he, he's actually he's playing someone that's in charge of uh, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's character like, like they show in the trailer because uh, they all get sucked into the quantum realm at one point. And then the, in the quantum realm is going to be. <laughs> uh, and then the trailer ends with the arrival of Kane the Conqueror. And then um, I don't want to pronounce this. Is it Moduk? Is it M O D O K? Yeah, Moduck. they also confirmed to be in the film as well. Yeah. He, he's uh, just like a weird fan favorite, like like weird character off the off the riff. He he'll be like Kang's like second in command. Yeah. Um. Uh, but there was like it was a weird a lot of I don't know if you kind of brought this up on one of our other episodes. I think there was like a lot of chatter at, for like Ant-Man being like much more important than like the two previous movies have been, but like, it's more like of a, as far as like the films are now, like what it's setting up for this next phase is going to be much more important than we kind of maybe thought previously. It's not just like another Ant-Man sequel. Oh no. This well, is- I mean, his, his like whole quantum thing was the reason that they were able to defeat Thanos. So I'm, yeah. I'm not surprised that they're going more into making him a, a more primary character i mean yeah. i think that i think they're going to focus on just any chance they can use the quantum realm i think they're going to use because loki is cop like out. cop out well yeah because like loki's one of their it's such a cop out because they can do anything in the multiverse yeah yeah but like i just think they're gonna they're harping on it because loki is just so popular and everyone loves it so um, oh true so yeah that that on top of quantum mania on top of loki 2 is going to be like quantum mania like what i don't know what's going on yeah um but yeah um, no, it, cool yeah. that ant-man's getting a lot of shine it's it's 
it's one of those things that Kevin Feige probably saw like down the line 10 years ago was like, you know what? I know how to do, I know how to get Ant-Man like popular money wise. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, and I did not see this, but they, there was footage from secret invasion. I did miss this. Um, mm. There is like, a, I found a little breakdown of what there wasn't like a ton of stuff, but they did show that Don Cheadle is back as James Rhodes in it. Uh, Olivia Coleman uh, two-time Oscar winner is also in it. Uh, they said it seemed like she's like an authority figure to Fury, almost like James Bond's like M, basically. Kind of, uh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones is also on the show. Um, also said wow. to be very important to uh, this phase as well uh, in a really big way. They yeah. didn't really show a lot so, of footage, but yeah. But yeah, Samuel Jackson is also ethnic for it, yeah. Just just returns to my point. It's like, how do they put Secret Wars and Kang in two? <laughs> yeah, um, into like c- connecting or because they because because if if we want to move into the timeline, I feel like it's a pro, a good turning point to the timeline. Yeah. Isn't Kang? Did they? Say, I know they, they trademarked it, and there's a, apparently a logo. I feel like they just used the logos from previous Avengers films and just redid it. But did they oh. did they say when? those were coming out i saw 2025 but like if they're both coming out in the same year then i'm just like even more i, I raised the question even let's more. Like, see how the, how the hell are you gonna connect? 2024 and 2025 okay yeah so it's, yeah. it's like yeah so it's so it's so it's, 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 it's an end game infinity war type deal so Sounds i'm just very yeah. cu- very curious to see how they connect a multiverse with aliens and i'm i'm here for it. it's gonna be interesting yep I I'm too, and then like looking at the schedule. Uh, wait, uh, do you want to talk about the Black Panther trailer really quick? I think that deserves its own little segment, so let's keep the timeline. Oh, yeah, we'll just, okay, well, all right. So the timeline, the beginning. Uh, so Black Black Panther Wakanda Forever will end Phase Four. Uh, they kind of glossed over the whole Phase Four, like, oh, has it been like? There was some talk about it being directionless, and uh, basically, since they're calling this whole thing like the multiverse saga, they're basically saying that phase four wasn't directionless. It kind of leads us to where we're going into phase five. Uh, but phase five will start with Ant Man on February 17th, 2023, followed by Secret Invasion, spring 2023, Guardians Volume 3, May 5th, 2023, The Marvels, July 28th, 2023. That's a lot, and this is all in one year. Uh, Loki Season 2, summer 2023, Echo. Also, summer of 2023. Blade, November 3rd, 2023. Uh, Ironheart, fall 2023. Agatha, Coven of Chaos, winter 2023. I didn't need that one. <laughs> Daredevil, born again, spring <laughs> spring 2024. Little character, though, from Wanda. Yeah, she was funny. I liked, I mean, I liked her. I don't know if she needs her own I show. Another, but... I, don't need, I don't need a comedy show of Agatha. Uh, Captain America, New World Order, May 3rd, 2024, and Thunderbolts, July 26th, 2024. Not, that, I, I hate to say it, it's not going to be Captain America without freaking Chris Evans, man. It's just not. Ooh, that's the hot I was just about to say, I can't fucking wait for that movie. That's going to be so sick. And Chris Evans is doing all he can to be like, yo, respect Anthony Mackie. He's Captain America now. Like let him have his moment. Anthony Mackie yeah, is gunners, and he went to a private. <laughs> Dude, he, he's gonna. He, I, I cannot. New World Order. I I hope for some fucking Russian Nazi type shit. Like, oh, I can't wait, man. Like, yeah. give me, 
give me Captain America Winter Soldier, like government conspiracy type New World Order movie. I'm fully in on that. It's going to be better than the show because the show did not grip me. What? what Fal- Fal- Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think just, coming, I after, like- coming after WandaVision, I didn't like it as much. I thought WandaVision was so good that Falcon was and the Winter Soldier was just kind of basic. I didn't hate it. But it, and I, and, I, didn't, and it, I didn't like the um like sort of the rebellion and like those characters and that was like the main people they were fighting. Uh, well, yeah, I, I I really think that uh I would say this is there, there was you know that the term like half baked idea. I think this that series was like a nine tenths baked idea. Um, they yeah. needed stuff for Disney Plus. They saw how easy it was to just keep Bucky and. Uh, Sam going with six episodes get those fucking subscriptions in and uh, you know just make it then a like a social I'm not going to say it was a social justice message but like try to convey what was happening at the time of society with the whole mm-hmm. BLM stuff and you know kind of like take advantage of the fact that we now have an African American Captain America all that stuff so yeah I mean I liked it it was awesome but yeah, but I'm super excited for this one. Yep. Um, but uh, I would say out of the Phase say, Five stuff, which one? Are you, out of the Phase Five stuff, which other than Captain America, I think Daredevil is one. I, I, if they do that right, dude, I hope it's I, really I, good. I want to see Blade. Blade. Yeah, I, thank yeah. you. Yeah, Blade, Blade, Blade is my Blade's my number one. Thunderbolts number two, and yeah, Captain, that's Ameri- gonna be good. Captain America number three, and that's saying a lot because I fucking love Daredevil. Like, love Daredevil. The only thing I will say is 18 fucking episodes. Are you serious, man? Maybe they'll split them up. That's a lot. That's a Maybe lot, man. They that's, might like, split that's, up. that's teetering on, like, the Flash count where, like, there's four episodes you know don't care, don't matter. You know what I'm saying? And by the way, they're going in, they're going all in on Daredevil, Charlie Cox. Like, he's going to be a voice of Daredevil on Spider-Man freshman year. He's on Echo. He's going to appear on She-Hulk attorney of law and getting his own show so we went from like yeah. no no charlie cox to like all the charlie cox all in. <laughs> and, you, and, you know, and you know why because I, I read i was reading a report that said that kevin feige said that yeah spider-man and daredevil are going to be the new street level avengers so basically they're like they're not the superhuman powered ones um but like the lower crime like grounded ones but they can't use fucking spider-man for so long because they just used him for the past like five years in a row. So that's why they're going so in on Charlie Cox because they need a connection to the city of New York. Mm, okay. I see. Because like that's where like the Avengers probably you know, there's probably an Avengers uh headquarters there, uh, you know, all that nonsense. So they need someone to like at least stay around there so like they can like you can hear the chit chatter of, of what else is going on in the city. Yeah. And then that can that can lead into like Punisher and all that kind of stuff too. So they need to keep him in there. Um and we haven't had Daredevil since I don't know, twenty nineteen when season three came out, which was yeah. like it's like that's top five. That's top five season of TV for me right there. Season three was fantastic. Oh, um, and by the way, I just looked at the phase six schedule. The Avengers movies are coming out the same year. I thought they were a year apart. Uh, yeah. phase, six, phase six starts with Fantastic Four on November 8th, 2024. And then Avengers The King Dynasty is May 2nd, 2025. Avengers Secret Wars, November 7th, 2025. I feel like there should be a bigger gap there, but whatever. I'm not Marvel. <laughs> yeah. 
No, don't, dude. It's, don't make dude, a bunch of money. Right yeah. now, it's it right now as recording, it's July twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. Gay has just said like seven shows that are in twenty twenty three, and then yeah. another four in twenty twenty four. Like they're moving, baby. And and I'm not to bring this back to DC, but y'all are fucked. Yep. And yeah. oh, and look at what and look at what's like missing because like a lot of people were like there are gaps and stuff that they previously announced that weren't on that schedule. So they announced a Werewolf by Night Halloween special this year. That's still coming out. Uh, I think in October. Uh, they they confirmed Shang Chi a Shang Chi sequel as soon as that movie came out, like right after it opened. Uh, there's also talk about uh, where do you fit in Deadpool. Uh, they think that there could be some gaps where he could fit in before the uh, Secret War stuff, as oh, well as a th- season two. Yeah, a what if season two? Uh, there's also Armor Wars. The creator of that show said even though it wasn't announced that it's still coming out with Don Cheadle. Uh, there's also talk of sequels to Doctor Strange, whether where that fits in, and Thor as well. Um, and then minor talk about Eternals and stuff like that. But like, yeah, there's a bunch of gaps that need to be filled in on a very busy schedule. schedule. Yeah. And I mean, I and I think um, a lot of that wasn't revealed probably at Comic-Con because they know they have D23 coming up. Because a lot of people were concerned that they didn't announce anything for Deadpool because they people want something from Deadpool at this point. And, you know, and then people want some X-Men stuff, too. They're, they're teasing mutants now, finally. Um, so X-Men could very well happen soon-ish. It's just weird to think that, like, it'll be, like, several years before some of these come out and some of us will be older. Several years. It'll be like <laughs> so, <laughs> Three. Well, that's enough because I'm, 30, I'm 37. Crazy. <laughs> So it's gross. Crazy. Um, but, but yeah, yeah no, I, I think I'm super excited for this lineup. Uh, definitely didn't need Agatha Code of Chaos. Like, like that's a, that, that'll be if like if that's like a super important connected show to the multiverse, I'm going to be so upset that I have to watch that. I feel like they did that more for Catherine Hahn. Like, I think they had Honestly, a tablet. They, they had to with her. And then God, what, did, what did she do? She got an outcry of, of love. People loved her character. Okay. All, the, all right. Well, when you're Disney and you have that much money, fine, I guess. Whatever. Bye. <laughs> whatever but fine um then blade like super excited for that dude that's gonna be fucking sick it's gonna oh, be does really that, good does oh, that man. does that get does that get kit harrington back like will he appear yeah, in that it does it probably does because they'll 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 definitely go into like the black sword whatever the hell it's called yeah mahershaw Ali is a good choice for blade i'm, I'm excited for that even and, though i mean i i know wesley snipes is everyone's blade and he was good back in the day but I think Marisha Ali is a good replacement. Yeah, I think Marisha Ali is a good replacement. But uh, uh I think but, moving, uh, to yeah. the, uh, moving yeah, into but, the elephant in the room, Gaius. Which one? Were you in the room? Were you in the room for uh for Black Panther? I was not in the room for Black Panther. Actually, towards the end, I missed the uh they did like a musical like music thing with uh like kind of like African style stuff, and yeah. uh, apparently that was like highly emotional. The cast looked like more emotional than the cast for Guardians. Uh, just because of the weight of doing it without Chadwick Boseman. Um, before I even say anything about the trailer, I'll let you guys talk about it more. The I guess in its first 24 hours, it was viewed 172 million times, which, um, you know, Spider-Man No Way Home had 355 million views in 24 hours. But this trailer was released on an off day on a Saturday when you don't typically release trailers, like, you know, at that time. Um, so... And it, out, and, it, and, it, and it easily topped the 88 million in the first 24 hours that the first Black Panther received. 
I, yeah. I will. Ju- I will just say everyone knows that trailers are coming out when it's Comic Con, even if you're just a, a movie guy. So, well, that's true. But everyone, buy, everyone, everyone, buy, everyone's not buying that. Everyone's not really buy that statistic. But well, everyone's not buying their computer like at like at like you know. People have smartphones now, gas. Yeah, yeah. I, I dude, if you follow no. Marvel or like Lights Camera Barstool or like us, um, follow us at uh back to the blockbuster. Uh, it's back underscore two underscore the blockbuster. Um, uh, like you'll find that trailer. Like so, I don't. I well, think that number on YouTube alone, if they did an aggregate of all, it probably would have beaten Spider Man. Well, it Man, came out at nine twenty. It came out at nine twenty p.m. Eastern time on us. A- Saturday. Okay. I mean, I mean, like, I, I mean, I don't know. I, if I wasn't working the, I, there, I don't know if I would be on my phone waiting for it to come out. True. <laughs> well, I, I, I might have. The next day. I definitely might have <laughs> sat in the corner of a bar and watched this. Um, I will say this: uh, everyone that seems to watch it has watched it multiple times, and they get highly emotional. There are a lot of um, emotional people watching it over and over again at Comic Con, and then people talking about it on Twitter. Um. I, I kind of feel like they did the right thing of just letting emotion work with this. And it wasn't about spectacle or like grand action and all that stuff. It was just yeah. if you were feeling doubtful about how they can make this work without him, I think it kind of made you hopeful that they're taking it in the right direction, I think. Mm. And I thought I thought it I thought it I think it's one of the better like trailers we've gotten from them in like a, a while. And just because it was just so different from what they've usually put out. And, uh, you know, you could tell that, like, you could, you could tell from everyone involved that they want to make him proud. And I'm sure this was a daunting task, like doing it without him and, uh, you know, and having to kind of pivot from what your original idea was for this and then having to pivot quickly, because even with the delays and everything, they had to make these changes really fast. Um, but from what I can see, it looks like, I mean, we were, we were talking about how we hadn't seen anything from the movie and some people were worried, but I, I think this kind of calmed a lot of people's fears. And I think this is going to get great, great reception. It's going to be like one of the top movies of whatever year it comes out in. And it's just, it's really going to be like basically a tribute, I think, to uh, Chadwick and to everything that, that he gave to the character and the love that that sort of franchise had. Um, and I, I think it's just going to get a really good reception and I'm really excited to kind of see where, where they go with it. Yeah. So I think, I think it's going to be really good. I think, I think that this film and Avatar The Way of Water are the only two movies that could top Top Gun as far as like box office revenue this year that are left for the rest of That's, the year. No, 100%. So first off, I think this movie is going to make a gajillion dollars. Like <laughs> um, off the bat, give me the highest number and double. It's gonna make a gajillion dollars. Before I dive in, I like. There's one thing I want to say. I know, like, the African American community jumped on Black Panther because it was like their first character it was a t- title and the whole entire nine. Like it was a, but and then and I have to say that's kind of why it made a billion dollars. And I don't want to be that guy. No, that I mean that's that, that's really but fair. It, I, it drove that. I, I truly, I it was a cultural phenomenon. Kendrick Lamar's album was unbelievable. But personally, I do not think it was like that good of a storyline. It was a fantastic movie altogether, put all the parts together. But like, I didn't think Killmonger really had the weight that like people see does. And it could have been more, but it was still fantastic. Chadwick Boseman killed it. Like it, it was awesome. I'm just saying that people give it a lot, a lot more praise because 
of the cultural fact to it. With that being said, um, this trailer was, and actually one more thing, I was really hoping that like during the time that there was going to be see, like where a white kid wore a Black Panther costume to school and it was like <laughs> someone would freak out and be like, it's like, dude, just calm, character, calm down. But anyway, um, uh, it never happened. Thank God. Um, but uh, this trailer was fucking amazing. Like I like personally, I love Chadwick Boseman. Anything he did, he was fantastic. Like he's Jackie Robinson. He's fucking um, uh, the, the the musical guy. I can't forget his name. James he's James to me. Like he's fantastic. Yeah. This did so much justice to him. I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to see how they explain his his passing in the movie. Because it's it one like just being literal, it's very hard to explain how in a, a person with the superhuman abilities to you know block all the diseases and whatnot in the in the movie um, dies. So that's nice. got to be an epic story that I hope that they that they like really like give it give it its time. Like please tell me what happened in the right way. And then I that 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 funeral scene, which I assume is the white where they're all dancing in white. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, that, I can't. I can't wait to see that. That's gonna be awesome. Like, and then like the only th- the lines they use is from Queen Queen Mother, and like that hits home so hard because she's like, she's right. Like, she's lost her husband. She's lost all of her protectors. Like, she's given everything for it, and she's like, what? What do you want more from me? Um, I am gonna be on the record saying now that I am gonna be Riri Williams' number one fan. Um, her name is. Nope. Her, her actress's name is Dominique Thorne. I'm going to be her biggest fan right now. I can already <laughs> like tell, calling it, calling it now. And I just looked her age up. It's she's 25. So I'm completely in the right in saying this. Like she looked awesome. So hot. And then she's just like with the Iron Man, like doing the Iron Man uh, hammer down. Like he didn't Iron Man one with the heart falling on the floor was insane too, as well. And then last but not least, um, namor and, and atlantis it looks awesome and it's good too because they obviously like one of the first things they had to do like in the in the uh in the writing room was like well james wan basically took and wakanda basically took like the foreign technologically advanced nation that could have been atlantis and they just went the complete opposite well opposite way they they went very primal and like uh polynesian uh like with all like the headdresses and the sharks and like the blue like you know they went very natural with with atlantis and i'm super excited to see how that goes yeah um so and there this is how you get mutants this is yeah i guess it's another way yeah namor is a mutant so this is how you get your mutants um into uh into the mcu subtly but i i'm super excited i i can't see the conflict though um and i didn't know wakanda had so much shoreline i thought they were in the middle, i thought they were in the middle of africa i'm pretty sure they are yeah that's an interesting uh, like expand expanded yeah, expand exposition that they'll explain i guess uh yeah your earlier point uh because the first movie made 1.3 billion dollars worldwide but it was a cultural phenomenon and you know I'm not saying that this is the end all be all, but it's it's the only MCU movie my mom has seen for that exact reason. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, you know, exactly. It was like, such an important thing to see. Like, I mean, you exactly. know, you had a predominantly African American cast leading a 
major temple release like this when they tell when studios are telling them constantly like movies with a predominantly black cast cannot sell well overseas they don't make any money globally and i think they're like we got to prove them wrong and they did i don't you know i i kind of wonder if this new one can top that or match it um i guess it'll all come down to like the quality as far as how much money it makes it's got to turn into something that's not wonder woman too uh, I mean, Wonder Woman was a phenomenon, and then, like, that made Wait. over a billion dollars, and then the second one didn't. So hopefully, this one will continue the trend of uh, of being as successful as its predecessor. And not and not only the money part; it has to deal with like the fact that it got like Oscar nominations too. Like, it was it it, it kind of had that award season stuff going with it. Like, but that's where I'm saying like the cultural phenomenon really pushed. So they only nominated it because it was yes, a, a black. <laughs> dude. They like I'm not I'm like dude. Marvel 100 percent thought they were gonna nab an Oscar for 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 Black well, Panther. Well, here here's what it, I'll say. Slipped away the cultural phenomenon. If you had like a if you had Blade as a as a as a previous movie in the MCU with a predominantly African American cast. I would argue that Black Panther would do just a do a very good 900 mil, but it wouldn't get the Oscars because there would be the cultural phenomenon. But the cultural phenomenon is is in addition to it, so you have to take it to account. All I'm just saying, it was such a huge phenomenon that's why it got so many things. Yeah, but I would say though that the wins for best costume design, best original score, and best production design were deserved. It wasn't like they were pity Oscars. I mean, yeah, the no, best. The best picture nomination might have been like a like oh look at us like you know <laughs> no yeah exactly. we're part of the we're part of the moment like you know like um I I really I agree with you I think Kevin Feige thought they were gonna win best picture I think there like there was hope <laughs> <laughs> I think there was hope and even I was like no no they were yeah. like we'll give we'll give you your nominations but you're <laughs> not taking <laughs> you're not taking uh there's literally no way you're winning this movie bud there's no way. I mean, it did um, win. It did win the SAG award for best ensemble, though. I thought that was cool. I mean, that's like, that's, dude, that's fantastic, <laughs> dude. There's one, like you said before, there's one white guy, like just, just one. <laughs> Martin Freeman Martin got to Freeman. be up there. Martin Freeman, yeah, he got to be yeah. up there. Like, I got my award. Martin Freeman, <laughs> one white guy. So, like, they 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 they, they strung to it. They they held true to it. Um, yeah. But uh, definitely excited about it. I have no idea, like, what the conflict could be between Atlantis and Wakanda. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Is this in the comic books? I'm not really sure. It. I. I think it is because at one point he was a villain to him. And Namor was a villain to Black Panther, but then turned into a, a hero because you know, whatever. But very interested to see where it was. I don't think I didn't read any actual like synopsis, but um, I think they just really laid heavy into knowing that Chadwick's not going to be in this, and they wanted to do that right by it, and just a. Fan, it was like I might watch it again later because it was it's just it's that good. It made me feel good, and then all of a sudden you go from everybody's gonna be all right to we gonna be all right. <laughs> yeah, it's like all right, we're, we're back, baby. We're back. We're, 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 all right, we're good. We're gonna get another a, fire album. A black person cut that trailer. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> probably. That I was know. that was that was that was real. Like I was like, oh, 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 Kendrick's back. All right, this is gonna be dope. And then. Yeah. Only thing I want to I want to put to bed right now this one like like hope for for fans 
Killmonger's not coming back, people. He's dead. Yeah, people are people are holding on to that. I mean, I think it's, it's just a Michael B. Jordan thing. Like it's, it's a Michael B. Jordan thing, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's like, like, he's dead. Just get, like, he wasn't a good, again, like, people say he was, like, a really good, like, one of the top villains in the MCU. I, I argue differently. He was, like, just very thin. Very angry, angry kid. Angry, somehow got taken the throne, like, because of African culture, like, in, in, a, in a win and all that stuff, like, very thin, very thin in my in my opinion, and it was like king for a day, like yeah. <laughs> didn't do any, literally didn't do anything. You just for a day, so I digress. Well, we shall know everything when the movie opens on November 11th of this year, which I think is like a week or two within the first year that we've been doing back to the blockbuster, which is because we started in November when House of Gucci, around when that was opening, uh, last uh, wow, last year, crazy. Um, uh, yeah, so that's something to look forward to. There were also trailers for, there was a second trailer for She-Hulk Attorney at Law. The CGI, the CGI does look better. They, you can tell they put on more excited for it than the previous one. Yeah. And I thought that was really good. Yeah. It was handled Um, well. And, uh, they they changed the name of it. Was it always Attorney at Law? Yeah, no, it was always She-Hulk Attorney at Law because they're really, they're really like, for they some reason, push I liked it better. I liked it better the second time reading. I'm like, hmm, I kind of like that. You know, that's they're, fun. They're really, they're really pushing the whole like sitcomy part of it, like like She-Hulk Attorney of Law. Like it's supposed to be kind of a funny show, which I hope they can pull off. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the, I thought this trailer was much better, like a vast improvement over. Like, don't put a trailer on unless like the effects are all done. <laughs> I, I mean, I know, like, yeah, uh, but yeah, that yeah, one was I, well then, received. And then you get to see uh, the. I don't know why everyone's like freaking out about the red and yellow Charlie Cox uh, Daredevil suit. Like it's def- it's definitely not my favorite uh, color combo. It might, it might be a fan favorite. I don't know. No, I know it's definitely. I think it's. A, I think they're just excited to see another combo. But like that's definitely personally not my like favorite. I also just don't understand like red and yellow in the in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> you know th- what I'm saying? He's not. He's not thinking it through. He is blind. No, but it, but like also it's like God damn it, Feige, just give me just give me all of him. Don't just show me his gauntlets and the and the batons. Even though he looks his like beefed his suit looks like fucking real tactical. So I'm excited about that. But uh, just give like, me, do, just like, show them all, please. Show do you think all. at the, you think at this point like and within these phases are we getting Jessica Jones back, Luke Cage? Yeah, no, we are. The, um, the, the Punisher, in, <laughs> not in Iron Echo, Fist. In Echo, it's reported that um, Charlie Cox is looking for Jessica Jones. Oh, okay. We don't. I don't know who Jessica Jones is. I don't, I don't want it to be Chris Witter. Yeah, you don't want it to be her? I, don't, I just I think oh, she, I, I, she's I like just awkward. Like, it's little things for me. She's very awkward when she punches. Like It doesn't look like a real punch. <laughs> you pay you attention know? to that all the time. It's hilarious. I, yeah, it's because <laughs> I work. Absolutely, I'm gonna pay attention to that. You know, she's not really a superhero; she's an actress. <laughs> she's playing a superhero. Yeah, make it look like she is. Uh, yeah, make it look like she is. Like, gosh, come on. Um, but yeah, no, I think in Echo. So, like, like you said, like we said before, he's being used in a lot. So, definitely interested to see what he's gonna do in She-Hulk. Yeah, because I don't know. I don't know who the villains are. I just, I, I think it's the thing. Like the thing gets out, but like, how is Charlie Cox help with the thing? Um, but uh, yeah, I just don't know what he's doing in there yet. But yep. he's gonna be sweet and echo, um, because that's more you know martial arts, kung fu fighting stuff. So be more yep. wheelhouse, I think. Um, and then what was there any other Marvel trailers? Is that it? 
No, I think that was it. I mean, I was just going to put a bullet on like there was, you know, not to talk about them too long, but there was stuff that looked interesting. Like I've never read uh, Neil Gilman's uh, The Sandman that they're adapting for Netflix, but that trailer looks really good. And I've never read the source material, but I think the show looks pretty decent. Uh, the trailer they showed was pretty excellent. I'm not a huge Lord of the Rings fan, but I did like the trailer they showed um, at Comic-Con. Dude, and it sick. it got it got a huge applause. I felt bad, though, because that room was packed for that. And then Walking Dead was next. And then it emptied out. And like it wasn't like it was like half the room, like half the room left. And Walking Dead used to like own that room for oh, a really yeah. long time. And this was like, you know, the final season of it. And it's just crazy that they couldn't fill up the room for that. It's fizzled. It's definitely fizzled. But they announced they announced some like limited series with Norman Reedus and uh, yeah and Rick and Grimes. Are, yeah yeah so like it's it's not gonna stop. <laughs> it, 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 it literally will never. Like I said, like the reason I stopped watching Walking Dead like in season three, like after the baby got eaten. Spoiler spoiler alert. Um, yeah. was because someone said to me that The Walking Dead is a never ending. It, it's literally a never ending show. You can just. I'm like wait. They're basically starting from zero. There's always going to be zombies around and they can just move from town to town. And there's always going to be a conflict. I'm like, oh, fuck, I, I, I can't do this. So I just stopped watching Too after much. a while. Like it's, it's never ending. It's never ending. No. And you're you like, you would think it, would, you would think it'd be in my wheelhouse because I love horror stuff and I've never. Yeah. Like I, I think I've only watched like one or two episodes. The first two seasons are fucking fantastic. They're amazing. Yeah. I remember the first bit was just awesome. I, I was hanging yeah. on every word but now it's just like i i haven't i mean jack i think i stopped after season three too i just couldn't get couldn't it's get like, into once you it got anymore. out of the prison i'm like dude all right so you're telling me zombies can overtake a fucking fortified structure and then someone oh. else said like the, the real villains of the show are the humans and i'm like all right well that's technically true no it but... is but like yeah so um yeah i don't i'm surprised just it's never gonna end um yeah. but what i do what i do want to talk about and i'm really upset that um this is like was not talked about more on trades or anywhere. John Wick four, like what's okay? Let me let me tell you why. And they they they, they dropped that trailer really weird. Like it, did like, they have a panel it, or anything today? So there or? was so the, so their collider collider did a directors on directing panel with the director of the movie. So it wasn't really like a formal like oh we're gonna introduce a John Wick trailer. They they released a still from the movie like a couple of days before they released that like comic-con poster but they didn't hint at like anything else and then they randomly dropped the trailer like right after it premiered at that panel and there weren't a lot of people at that panel i didn't go to it but our editor-in-chief went and he said it wasn't full so it wasn't like they if they would have promoted it as like a john wick like trailer drop or something there Keanu reeves might have been there it would have had more fanfare um it was just the way they did it i think they kind of Made it more lukewarm, but I still thought it was cool. It's a cool teaser. Keanu Reeves is going to draw a crowd. Yeah, no, yeah. I just I think like John Wick does not get the appreciation it does in this day and age. It literally was it's it turned into a fucking worldwide phenomenon trilogy off of like one movie where <laughs> the dude unimaginably kills like over two hundred people like with perfect headshots like all the yep. time. And people were just like, you know what? You got to appreciate how fucking absurd and awesome this is. But then underneath it, they made this awesome web of 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 an, a subworld of assassins 
and currency so and like cool. like yeah like, yeah like if you if, if you see owen's face he's just like it's it's so fucking awesome like <laughs> it you can't so cool. exactly so like i'm so upset that like because they also have another show continental coming out um that's with coming. Our, and then Anna de Armas on one of these. Then, she, oh, the ball, she's on the ballerina show. And, that then she's connected. In the, and then she's in the, yeah, the female version of, of John Wick with ballerina. So I'm like, they're starting a whole like world and it's going to be fucking sick. And it's really not getting the shine it deserves. And you know me, I hate teasers. Like, that was a good teaser. Like, okay, I have no yeah. idea what's going on. All I know is that like, the players are Bill Skarsgård's in it. And he looks fantastic as like one of the high, the high, high table bad guys. So. I mean, they're going to like seven different countries too. So like, I'm a little upset that like this wasn't like who 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 makes this Universal's Universal makes. This? Uh, let me look. Little, like, I'm a little upset that whatever studio like didn't like promote this more because like Keanu. Like, wow, oh, it's like it's Lionsgate. Oh yeah, Lionsgate. Like Lionsgate. What are you doing, man? Like you got Keanu. Like guys, fire right now. Yeah, you know what's I, what's crazy that this universe was built on a first movie that only made like 86 million dollars worldwide this is all based on like it doing okay in theaters and then it became like a big cult hit like when it, it came out john on like wick 2, i think john wick 2 was like the fire starter for yeah that's when they that's i think that's when they realized they're like oh this is like a big thing now and was, the second now, one is unbelievably good yeah, no, yeah. I so too. unreal but then also it's like they had like low, like you, like they still treated themselves as a, as a low level movie. Like they had their common was in it. Like you, you, when you, when you know, com, common. When, you know, when commons in a movie, you know, it's, they have a, need a low level, good looking black guy. When they're shooting each other, <laughs> like, when Tiana Reeves is like on the balcony and they're shooting each other and like, yeah, they have silencers, but no one notices that they're just firing like an entire clip of <laughs> handgun rounds uh, at each other. Yeah, no, when and they're, they're when blocking they're... with the suits, I'm like, all right, let's go. Yeah, they're in, yeah, they're in the New York City subway <laughs> terminal, like the new one that was just made under the uh, the, the Sears, uh, the fucking like... Freedom Tower, and they're just like... <laughs> 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 it's like so, actually, actually, so, so absurd, they, but they, I fucking love it. And just there, to think now that like every bum in New York City is an assassin, I love yeah, it. Like, yeah, I love it. Well, there, there was there was a breakdown of like his accuracy, like his rating and his kill shot, like his basically his um how many bullets he sh- yeah whatever it is. And um the only misses that he really has is when he's shooting at common, and like th- like his percentage goes down to like ninety four percent or something. But out of all the bullets that he shoots. Like those are the only ones he misses. Like the the reason like I love John Wick is like um like for the reason like I always point out in the movie it's like damn my gun's out. There's a dead guy <laughs> right next to me with a full gun. He like you never pick it up, but in a real life situation like John Wick picks up guns. He he like literally just does yeah. whatever like like real. And that's what I really appreciate about like you know movie making. Like make sure like those little details of like. Oh, there's a full semi-automatic gun right next to me. After my nine millimeters gone, let's let me use that now. So well, I also uh, think that in 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 any other movie, the short sort of not even really one-liners, but just like his very monotone responses, I would have kind of rolled my eyes at. But anytime he even says anything in, um, in in any of the movies, counter is just his delivery is fucking perfect. Just no, like, no. Just like oh. a slow, just like yeah, and I'm like, oh. let's go. <laughs> or, or or how like literally everyone's like thank you mr wick yeah. <laughs> you're just you're just like dude you just shot the asian doctor in the clavicle and in the floating kidney and he says thank you like i love that mystique about him too it's like he like everyone respects him 
because he's a nice person who kills people, but he's also like fantastic at his job. But like, yeah. thank you, Mr. Wick. And it's like, I love that like aura about the whole entire thing. And they explain in this movie that apparently that like they'll go into a lot of like his past and stuff because like a lot of the stuff apparently like indirectly helped the high table and whatnot, stuff like that. So um super excited about John Wick. Like, and then I just wish they like they could have made a sweet panel of like the continental breakdown for the TV show. Uh if you brought out Ana de Armas for this, I'm like, there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So and then Keanu too. So I think they really dropped the ball on that one, but I'm still super excited for it. I have no idea when ballerina starts filming, but I know it's like a go. Yeah, it is a go. She was talking about it when she was promoting uh, the gray man. Okay, uh, it's cool. still, oh, be. Oh, perfect. Wait, do we have any more, do we have anything to talk more about Comic-Con? Uh, not really. I mean, like, uh, Dungeons and Dragons had a trailer. It looks better than I thought it was going to be. That doesn't look horrible. That's uh, Michelle Rodriguez, Chris Pine. Yeah, I saw and it. Hugh Grant. I just didn't, I didn't, I just didn't get it because I have no idea yeah. the lore of Dungeons and Dragons. And um, and I would be I would be remiss as uh as a Buffy fan not to say that Sarah Michelle Gellar is coming back to TV on uh the Teen Wolf spinoff. I saw uh, that. Spin-off. I saw that. I saw uh, Teen Wolf. Uh, I wasn't there on Thursday. That happened Thursday. Uh, a friend of mine was in that room though, and he was said the crowd went crazy for her, and it just proves that nerves go crazy for their certain idols in that little like in that little genre of like TV and filmmaking. Like she could only do Buffy forever, and she will be forever loved for that one show. <laughs> and like people just want to see her do more so like she's also she's executive producing it as well so she's also uh a bit in charge so that's cool uh and then just overall the overall experience of the comic-con stuff i had brought it up earlier it was exciting to be back uh going on the convention floor is always fun the camaraderie is fun i hung out with like people i met when i first went in 2017 like we met up again after not hanging out uh course because of covid and everything so cool because, um so that was really fun and there Stranger was a, cosplayed, the one where the guys like um yeah like that was insane ridiculous That's, yeah some of them like one there was some guy dressed up as leonardo from ninja turtles like from like the movie the first movie and it was like a legit like ninja turtle costume uh all that stuff was really cool there was a lot of like complaining about like they would schedule to go into a room for a panel or for exclusive at like Oh, like doors open at 9.30 a.m. And then it's 9.30, 9.45, 10, 11. Doors still aren't open. And you have a bunch of impatient people who, of course, have a schedule because they want to go watch other stuff. But they're waiting to do this. So there was a lot of that for the Friday and Saturday and some of the Sunday that we were there. And there was also a lot of confusion with the Hall H line. So there's different ones for like Thursday, Friday, Saturday about where they start and, you know, I, I won't say there were like fights, but there were a lot of like angry. There was a lot of people getting angry at security for not understanding what was going on. Like some people complained that it was disorganized and you had a bit of a gap to figure this out. Why did you guys figure this out more? But it's also like first year jitters back. I don't know. So it was hard for me to gauge them on. I, I didn't want to like be that judgmental of how things were handled. I think for the most part, things went well yeah. uh, for bringing it back. And, uh, you know, it, it, that whole area of San Diego, Gaslip and all that, it's just a lie for that whole, all those restaurants, all those bars, they turn themselves into like venues that cater to the Comic-Con crowd. And nice. it was insanely busy down there. Um, next year will be fun. Like I, I know for sure that it's, there's, we talked about it when we left, there's not going to be any discussion about like 
if we should go because I think there was a lot of discussion about if because we didn't know how big it would be after the gap. Uh, but now they know that it can be a big thing again. So I think like talking now on this episode that we're recording here that um, I'm going to figure out a way for all three of us to go. Uh, so you guys can all kind of experience it, whether it's like for two days or all four, all four is a commitment, but like, it's still like a fun experience to have. Yeah. I'd love to go. Oh yeah. Playlist. Hook it up guys. <laughs> Ar- Arjo though. When do you guys? <laughs> if yeah. Well, if well, we'll, business time but if we get to us we'll need to talk to me like if we get to a certain number of subscribers or something like that Comic-Con. we're going to comic-con next year well we got um, it and, circling and, it right uh, now quantum mania uh got uh leaked online all right oh is it all is it all is it all blurry uh it's like you know like a down angle like up from here oh but you get to, you get to see kang and uh, uh scott talk so i'm gonna watch that after this of course you are and uh, I just want to quickly say, like, we did our box office predictions last week. Uh, we were all wrong about Nope. Um, <laughs> it made $44.4 million over the weekend. Uh, I think uh, I said 65. Low ball. You lowballed ball. it. You said 58, right? You said 58. I did. I did. I, I, I was think in the middle of 60. 60. Um, you know what? I saw it. I liked it a lot. Um, but I could tell when we're we were aliens. The, it's not exactly that. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> it's like I'm out. I, I think that I think the issue is that it really isn't what you're expecting it to be, and that's what I really liked about it. But I will say this: when I left the theater, there were a mix of people like me who loved it, and then there was a quarter of the theater who were confused by it, and then people that downright hated it. Um, it got a wow. B cinema score. It got a B cinema score, so that kind of shows you it's a little bit more mixed than normal. Um, but I will say this: forty-four million dollars. Uh, it's the biggest opening for an original IP non-sequel since his last film, Us, which was $71 million in 2019. And that and that just goes to show you how much there's not a lot of original IP out there. Because uh, just below that, just below that was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at $41 million when it opened. Uh, so there's not a ton. But, well, I mean, just... Uh, okay, well, I know Owen said in the chat we'll talk about Gray Man uh, next week. Um, fair enough. But I will say to your point of like not a lot of original ideas, I think that's such BS because, dude, there's so many fucking books out there. So you're telling me that the same people who write books can't like write a movie or something like that. I just feel like there's so many legal issues when it comes to like using a book as IP um, or like the stigma of like, oh, we're copying a book that uh we get stuck in this argument of like there's no no original ideas anymore you know what i'm saying well like, I'm i not think the problem wrong or i'm not saying you're wrong or i'm right yeah i think yeah i think that's the problem like what i'm saying is that studios rely more on sequels and comic book adaptations oh, yeah, 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 and like because yeah, yeah. they they are guaranteed to make money and, 100 yeah and even if even if this movie has like a big drop off this week like it'll still make a decent amount of money to turn a profit um, it's just lower than people were expecting. Uh, Variety didn't even want to write that it underperformed. They were like, no, it's still a win for original IP at the box office. Like, you know, I they basically said it's our own fault for having bloated expectations because of what he has been delivering to us before as far as like, you know, us made open to $71 million and no one saw that coming, even with Get Out being as good as it was. Um, but this is still a guy that's opening movies in the double digits and turning a profit off of them. So yeah, like, yeah. so even if you're making a movie that like there were some M night. So remember last week guys, when I said the positive reactions were it's like M night Shyamalan, but when he was good, 
now that reaction is turning into oh he's like M Night Shyamalan when he was starting to get kind of bad. There are like mm-hmm. people that feel like I think I think the idea of the movie Reaching. is just so it's just I think the idea is so far out the box for some people, and I could tell that while I was watching it. But I think if you just kind of open your mind a little bit, like it, 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 I thought it was well made at least too. I think as a as a filmmaker, I think it's his best movie technically from a technical oh. fan. Okay, well I'll, I'll, okay. I'll give him kudos to that. But like I think if we said it, I think me and Owen both said it before. It's like don't make me think of like social commentary. Is like do I have to just decipher? The, uh... Yeah, and there was some. There's some in it. I won't give it away, but there's like two key, like two key like subplots. Like if you weren't like if you were just looking at the movie straightforward, you'd be like, "Why is this in there?" But then if you look at it deeper, you're like, "Oh, I see why this is in there because this is what he's trying to say about this." So like, mm-hmm. and, exactly. and that's exactly what you did want. Um, yeah, give me aliens. They're cool. <laughs> but yeah, um, big win for original IP though. Like. Even if it did open lower than expectations, yeah. big wins for Jordan yep. Peele. But yeah, I think that's a wrap. That was a really heavy on the info episode, but there was a lot to talk about, and uh, I'm glad we got it all in. I think we covered all the important stuff from Comic Con that I could yeah, think of. I think so. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, I hope you know DC announced DC fandom soon. Even if you weren't planning on it, throw something together, <laughs> uh, because you really need it. And uh, Mar- Marvel keep on being great. I, I mean, I can't like D23. That, that, I don't even know they even have to try anymore. They're just like, yo, <laughs> like a title guard. <laughs> Here you go. You're going to watch yeah. it anyway. Uh, but yeah, uh, hoping for the best. I, I don't completely want to give up on them yet. Uh, I know we talk a lot of crap on them on the podcast. We talk about them a lot. Um, but I think all we right. all hope we all hope for them to be better. I don't think we all want them to okay. fail. <laughs> Yeah, just just We've just seen to them show so much that we want to see them succeed. Yeah, yeah it's like bas- basically what's going on right now <clears throat> is that if there's a if we were defending a castle, which which is DC, uh, Gaius and Owen are standing up top of this nice beautiful stone wall, like looking out with like a bow and arrow, ready to go. Um, <laughs> I somehow fell off that wall and I'm <laughs> directly on the battlefield with my back against a twenty foot wall, and I just see all of Marvel coming at me all their content all i have have is a water gun (laughs) (laughs) to to fight all of that so please help me out here guys do if if they shadow drop these trial these trailers i'd be happy that'd be a cool story but fuck whatever oh god (laughs) on that note that's a good one to end it on uh before i send owen to sign it off i want to say again i checked again today uh, you guys will be hearing this episode on Thursday. We are still number four on the film reviews on Good Pods, and uh, we moved up to number seven for all film and TV reviews on Good Pods, and that is out of a hundred shows. So, thank you for oh, supporting God. us. It's not thank just about you. supporting us on like one platform or the other. Like, it's cool that you get to listen to it on a bunch of different platforms, but that one has been really good for us. In addition to Apple Podcasts, so thank you guys for listening there as well. Awesome. Did we get any new? Did we get any new uh, reviews or likes on uh, Apple? I haven't looked. That'd be great. I always love it. at least one. At least so hopefully someone's doing the homework, eh? I know people are definitely rating it. I'm just not getting ratings. Good, baby. That's all we want. That's all you need, baby. Get that yeah, we went up, we'll take the yeah, we went up. We went up two five star ratings. Oh, let's go! Let's go. let's go! Let's go! Well, that's Let's good. go. Thank you. Thank you, people. Like, we'll, we'll take we'll take the five stars. We don't necessarily need a full review. That's yeah, good. we will. Exactly. Thank you guys so much. That's said. awesome.
just want to give a huge shout out to playlist they've just continued to be a great partner in uh everything that we're doing um and also big shout out to gays i mean we would not wouldn't have had to be had this conversation about comic-con able to get so um just so awesome that you're able to go and experience that and we got to see all the cool pictures and uh your, all your stories and, and see how much fun you had there and, and then get it be able to talk about it so Please keep listening, guys. It's been so much fun to just continue to do this. Uh, I like to listen on Spotify. You guys can listen anywhere, um, whether or not it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can check it out on check us out on YouTube and uh, see us laughing and and Jack looking like an idiot with his new golf hat. Um, <laughs> but uh, it is sick. Um, but uh, yeah, just like please please continue to keep listening to us and 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 rating us good on Good Pods. We sincerely appreciate everything you guys are doing. I mean, this content is not just for us to have fun and then mess around and shoot the shit, but to, to make stuff for you guys. So please keep listening. And we thank you guys so much. And without further ado, Jack. Hey, everybody. Thanks for getting into it. We're recording on a Monday, but you'll hear this on Thursday. So here's your Thursday homework. Like, rate, subscribe, tell somebody else, tell your mother, tell your father, tell your sister, and then tell your brother about the podcast. We want to know everybody's feelings on it. Give us a rating. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you don't want to hear. Uh, give me compliments on the sweet hat that Owen just uh, out of the blue called me out for. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, people, we appreciate you guys listening to us. Life subscribe. We want that algorithm on our side. And then that's really all I got today, boys. Have a good day. And uh, I'll see you later this week. We'll see Peace. you next week, guys. Peace. Peace.